This is a HeadGum Podcast. This is Aaron McGowan, certified personal trainer and pancake maker. This is Ryan Stanger, certified personal trainer and rolling over here. <laughs> All right, you found us. The Dumbbells, a comedy fitness podcast. Committed to bringing you inspiration, motivation, and sometimes information. Hey, Dumbbells, let's get dumb. You're rolling over there? We're rolling over here. <laughs> Something I just said right before. <laughs> cheat. It's what we call a cheat in the business. Pancake cheat in the biz. Pancakes. See, that, was, that was good. So that was, you revealed a little bit of information. Uh, yeah. It got people thinking. People enjoy pancakes. People like them. People are probably wondering now if Erin is on a tear where she's making pancakes or if she just made them today or what the story is with that. No, there really is no story. There's uh, TMZ has nothing, nothing to get here. Uh, no, I mean, I made pancakes a couple weeks ago and I've just been thinking about maybe making them again. What's your technique? Do you do silver dollar or do you do the big old Uncle Buck size? <laughs> I like ones the or? huge. I like a big pancake. I do, but I can't. I can't make a huge one. I don't have like the the stuff. Snow shovel. So I, I kind of go. Yeah, <laughs> I, I got. I don't have a snow shovel, but I could. Uh, so I kind of make. I go in the middle, but I like to do um, blueberries or chocolate chips. Plain. Eh. Do you there's so there's technique with the blueberries. Do you mix those in the batter or do you press them into the top of the pancake and then flip? I press them into the top. Yeah, because that's I, I otherwise you get water in the batter, right? And it throws off the whole the whole chemistry? Yeah. Man, I didn't know that that's I just know that I have only like I try to be very cautious of like, hey, does this person I'm making pancakes for want the thing? So then I just got used to just putting whatever the thing was just in the pan, not in the batter. Gotcha. Gotcha. You have more control so could, over it, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. You could go really custom. Yeah. I'm a custom person. There was a, there was a, um, a, a custom pancake person. There was a restaurant in Nashville called Funky Griddle. P-H. Mm-hmm. Funky. And they had the little griddle sounds, in the middle. It sounds good. Oh, you make your own shit Yeah, there? and I always thought I wouldn't go for the longest time because I was like, this is, well, this is the emperor's clothes or whatever that like fable was. It was like the emperor's yeah, new clothes. Yeah, the emperor has no clothes. I was like, clothes. They're, you're pay- I am paying you to come make pancakes. So finally, some one of my friends was like, come on, let's go. We'll just shut up. It's not that expensive. So we did it and it was very fun. But they have so many options of like all the stuff you could put in there. So I had fun. It was great. Yeah, I get I get both sides of it. It is nice just to have a a steaming plate of pancakes show <laughs> yeah. up at your table and absolutely not know how it got there or care. <laughs> yeah. Um but then yeah, fun too to uh, you know, do your own shit hibachi Korean barbecue style or something. I don't know. <laughs> um what what do you, Okay, so Ab Wheel is the headline for the episode today. Ab Wheel, um, baby. Tried and true, long-time fitness device, very affordable, um, been around for a while, comes and goes in, in vogue and out of vogue, um, but I think, you know, widely celebrated and used. Uh, we, Aaron and I, each have one. We'll talk about what we like to do with them and our experiences and such, but back to pancakes. 
<laughs> what do you remember what you did for yours at Funky Griddle? A lot of M and M's. That was a big. They had like oh, okay. they had like so peanut M and M's and like peanut butter M and M's, and I would just I was a peanut butter M and M in a pancake any day of the week. Uh yeah, I don't know if I can go for that. What would you? What's your as go to? As, as as a kid, I would. But Damn, ouch! It just seems like too ouch. It seems like too much crunchy candy stuff and I mean an probably kind of sweet. But I'm, yeah. uh, you know, I, I I'm down for it. It's like it's like I know they're not good anymore, but Cold Stone Creamery used to be a hot ticket. Yeah. Um, and maybe that was even before your time. Maybe you're too I'm young, so young to remember yeah. when Cold Stone was good. <laughs> But uh, like as a kid, I would go there and I'd get like 50 things. I was like, oh, brownie, this, that fucking, you know, an entire <laughs> birthday cake, uh, a layer cake, pound cake, um, you know, Skittles, all this shit. And then I would like, and it's like, it's not that good. It was like too much shit going on mm. versus just kind of like, you know, making a choice and then, you know, f- thinking about texture and, you know, those kinds right. of things. No, I mean, what you're saying is, you know, is true. But I will say, if I go to Menchie's, which I is I would call the new Cold Stone, and I put M and M's in that shit too. So I I think M and M's are are staying for me. What? Uh, how often are they switching those toppings out? Is the question. <laughs> <in Menchie's. laughs> I know. Sometimes I do. I mean, think it's about just that. like there's some shit where I'm like, is this from the fucking Korean War? <laughs> you know, it's like. <laughs> Like the coconut shavings, like on no it? one t- yeah. touches the coconut shavings. These have been in here for 45 years. Or even the stuff that's popular, I think people go to it, but it's always, you know, the top third that's replaced. <laughs> right, you know, right. it's never like the deep shit on the bottom. You're like, that, that looks like fucking, you know, war ration era M&Ms and that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, a little tricky there. I used to like Yogurt Delight. They had one in Studio City. Stone used to like that. And then they they got rid of it. It's, which is crazy to me. It seemed like it always was doing great business. And then they, and Stone's like, what are they going to switch it to? Cause it's all set up to, for yogurt. It used to be another frozen yogurt place <laughs> and, uh, that I'd take my kid to. And then it became yogurt delight. And I know it's a little bit of a chain, but they, you know, had good flavors and he yeah. liked it. And it was right by his school. We'd walk by it. And then they, they, they failed, I guess, despite oh. seemingly always being busy. And then he was like, what are they going to switch it to? And I was like, well, the last two places were frozen yogurt. So maybe another frozen yogurt place is all set up for that. And it became a fucking gourmet, like caviar place, (laughs) which couldn't be more. (laughs) Yeah. More brutal to a kid. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's not frozen yogurt anymore, buddy. It's fish eggs. Yummy. And gourmet. How do you make fish eggs more pretentious? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe I didn't need to say gourmet, but it, you know, it's a fucking yeah. It's like all kinds of like you know, canned and bottled fish <laughs> eggs and shit there. <laughs> oh fucking god, bonkers. I'm sorry, Stone. That's a tough. That's a tough. Uh, tough switch right there. Yeah, we used to go there. You know, it was perfect. It was like it. We, you know, he'd wear me down because we're walking right by and be like, all right, well, let's go right in there. I mean, you know, I can't believe they failed kind of being trip. next to a school. I mean, that does seem like the perfect place to be. Something was going on. It must, it, maybe it's the, um, you know, what they were charging for rent at the, uh, the kind of like strip mall type thing or something, because it, it seemed to be doing well and, um, attracting folks and kids and all that kind of stuff. But yogurt delight, maybe it wasn't the, maybe it wasn't that location's fault. 
I don't think I've heard of Yogurt Delight. So maybe the chain suffered. I might be I might be saying the wrong name, but they have multiple ones. It is very Menchie's like. It's like it has the candy. It's do, not like what's it called? That other one that's like so healthy or annoyingly healthy. Do you know what I'm talking about? The, this one is similar to yogurt or similar to um Was it Yogurt Land? It's Yogurt Land. That's what it is. Okay. Yogurt Delight was a frozen yogurt place where I grew up. Okay. <laughs> this is Yogurt Land. Okay, yeah. Yogurt Land. What's the one I'm thinking of that's like so tutti frutti? It's like oh, Pinkberry. Yes, Pinkberry. It has yeah, like cow that place, nibs. That place fucking failed. The blooms <laughs> off the rose over there. That one. That used to be the hot ticket. There was like a line out the door, yeah, and now nobody's fucking going there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Their guy, like the guy that started it, like beat up somebody with a tire iron <gasps> too, or something. Whoa! I love a scandal. I it mean, was, I don't love that. Yeah, you know, someone a, got hit with a tire iron, but damn, I love a scandal. A crazy scandal. <laughs> God. Send me your like fucking, send me your scandals. Yeah, Willy Wonka like pulled somebody's fingernails out or something. It's like, what the fucking yogurt land confectioner or the fucking I mean the Pinkberry guy God, the- <laughs> brutalized somebody. Uh yeah, it's weird I, weird. I know about the Zanku one, so just send me any other yeah. uh fast food chain scandals. I love it. Uh, there's a lot. Uh great. Okay, no, so let's talk. I'm not doing pancakes a lot because I am doing a cut. I figured we'd probably talk about this a smidge. Yeah, so I want to hear about the cut. So what's going on now? So we had, you had some, an auspicious start. Yeah, we got, um, I think we're like two weeks in. Me and my husband are like trying to do this together. But he, so he has lost two pounds and I've lost two pounds. But okay. two pounds feels like, um, Maybe nothing, you know, but also I haven't seen the scale really go down in a long time. So I was like, hey, let's just let it be what it is. Seems like you're trending in the right direction. Yeah. So, you know, we're only we've only been really doing this for like uh, like kind of two weeks ish. So we're, we're we're I feel like we're doing pretty good. Something interesting that has happened, though, is I've been craving fats. Oh, I haven't. Ex- I have like I like braced myself for sugar for like the sugar craving, and that hasn't been there as much as fat. Sit like I am like at the end of the night, I will just like like run like a madman to the fridge and get a spoonful of peanut butter because I'm like craving it. I don't know. It's, Run like a madman. Yep. Ah, my hair is okay. going everywhere. My face looks freaking nuts. Oh, I was sorry. Singing like Don Draper, but uh, oh. yeah. That makes sense. No, not like a refined. No, I, I knew. I, I knew. What you meant. <laughs> um, so that has been wow. interesting and I'm trying to figure out if I just need to raise my fats a little bit, just the kind of like, sounds like it curb it and, and slowly wean off of it. I just did, truly did not expect that part. So that has been fascinating. Um, has it been, what's been the most biggest challenge? I mean, the biggest challenge is to keep my fats as low as this, uh, the macro calculator wants me to as what they're currently programmed. Right. Which is, it's not, you know, I just have to be more cognizant of the meats. I, I make is really the, I just like red meat. I like, you know, fatty, like 
chicken thighs, uh, b- more than chicken breasts, stuff like that. Um, what's what's the what's the uh, fat difference between the two? Between chicken breast and chicken thigh? Yeah. Let me look. Roughly. I don't. I don't know off the top of my head. I'm. I don't have a a brain that works like that. I wish I did. Some people do. So she's Aaron's looking that up now. Uh, we're gonna get to the bottom of that. But yeah, I mean, you know the 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 tricky thing. But that's been the, that's been the challenge for you more so, more so than the overall drop in calories. You feel like you're yeah. eating enough. Also, you can't really snack as much, or the snack is more. It's more um, relegated to. Yeah, my allotments and times and my snacks are definitely um like the way I do this right now is in the morning I wake up and I like put in how much what I want to eat, like what I definitely know I want to eat, what we have in our house and stuff like that. And then at night or then I can like program my snacks based on like the holes in my macros, which has been good. Um, but sometimes I wake up so hungry. So then I like just make a choice and then go from there. (laughs) So, um, okay. So let me see here. We have, let me do six ounces. So like, we're going to do six ounces of thigh meat versus six ounces of breast meat. Yeah. So so six ounces of, of thigh meat is 15 grams of fat. Seems high. And then I, for, I can't get this to do six. So it's seven ounces of boneless chicken breast, boneless skinless chicken breast, 8.2 grams of fat. So a significant difference. I wonder if that's skinless thigh meat too. Um, let's see. But, um, but definitely, you know, definitely a significant difference there. Yeah, it it is. It let's see, chicken thigh, boneless, Th- skinless thighs. I mean, thigh it's- guy or titty committee. <laughs> thigh guy or titty committee? You're in the titty committee now. You're eating the breast. Meat. <laughs> all right, all right. I'll wear a shirt. Let's you're on that fucking, uh, you're on that cut program. You can't call into work thick, you know? <laughs> God, God. Uh, okay. Let me see. Let's see. We've got, so skinless chicken thigh. Let me just see, see how this works. And this is seven ounces. So now matching the other one. Okay. 21.8 grams of fat. God damn. So the chicken breast is 8.2. That's huge. I mean, that's more than half. Yeah. So that's like. That's huge. That, sure. So I have to like, I have to play I, around I knew there was a bit. difference. I, I knew there was a difference, obviously. I didn't know it was that significant. That's fucking huge. I know. So for me, like, because I like this to st- still feel like I got to eat a bunch. And so yeah. I would rather. You're having to eat a lot of. What? Are you having to eat a lot of more, lot, lot more water packed foods, veggies and that kind of stuff to fill yourself up or. Well, I would like, I just would rather have a chicken breast and, and have, get to have like a lot of it than, yeah. than just be like, but chicken thighs are yummy. Like there will be a day when I'm like, can't do a chicken breast ever again. Like there will be that. Yeah, I see. I totally see what you're saying. And I fall in a similar category too, to where it's just like, give me what I can have a lot of. Yeah. And then I'll, yeah. I'll 
have chicken thighs again when I'm going back to yeah. like bulk bulk or you know main, maintenance or whatever. But like maintenance, right? Have you ever called into work thick? <laughs> I call and I call myself thick every morning as I get out of bed. <laughs> Got to call them thick. Um, I read that somewhere and I liked it, so I'm I'm saying it fifty times on the show. Now. <laughs> um, <laughs> He's writing down notes too. You got it. You got it, Ryan. Yeah, got it in <laughs> multiple times. Good, good, good. So that's what's going on with me. It has been surprisingly like I've been able to eat. Not I'm not like I don't feel hungry. I have like a, a plan, and I'm not like. Give us an example of a snack. Like an apple. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> like, I know it doesn't sound exciting, but like, I'll have like these like premier protein drinks. I've talked about them before. I have like that. Mm-hmm. And that kind of hits like a sweet, sweet tooth. Um, I'll have like, um, oh, you know what? Think they used to be called think thin bars. Yeah. Now they're think bars. Yeah. Now they're think bars, but they have a low calorie one. That's like 150 or 110 calories, depending on the one. And they're like thinner and there's like a chocolate chip cookie one. And my God, it is yummy. And so mm. it also will do what I I think is why I'm not having sugar cravings because I have these like like handful of options that yeah. I can use to kind of curb that. But the fats, like you can't really cheat a fat. Like Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I you could have like PB2, but good God, I don't want to go down that road of like the powdered fucking... Yeah, just add water. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just, it's, I mean, I might, I might get to that level, but I, I am trying to just have a moderate amount of like a little spoonful of peanut butter if I'm going nuts or whatever. Well, the good thing is it's not forever. It's, not it's something forever. you're trying. It's it's going to do what you want it to do. And then you'll go more into maintenance and then, you know, play around with that. And then you'll know it's like, oh, this is how I need to kind of corral my fats when I'm when I want to cut down or I don't need to as much as I thought, whatever. You're going to learn an important lesson. Yeah. So, so that's I'm, that's I'm having that's fun. the takeaway. Having fun. That's and I think I, I think that's a um sorry I cut you off. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say really helpful that Jason, my husband, is joining me in it. Yeah. Cause because he's a great cook. He makes us dinner every night. And I like I kind of had to like like I needed him on my team for this because otherwise oh, yeah. I would be having a sad chicken breast alone and he would be having like a king's feast. With right. fats. A banquet meal. Yes. Fats, fats, fats. So that that's all I was going to say was that has been very important. I Yes, I agree. And I was going to say, you know, and kind of connecting this to, you know, we're being, we're, we've talked a lot about resolutions and New Year's stuff, so I won't belabor it too much. But um, in doing something like this, it, you know, when people start these kind of resolutions and make, you know, absolutes or deals with themselves or say they're cutting things out, it can be depressing and scary. And I think um, doing what Aaron's doing and making it like, oh, this is a exploratory mission, yeah. a fact-finding mission where I'm just going to cut and see how it feels. I'm going to do it for this amount of time and then I'll change. I think can kind of lighten the burden a little bit because you can kind of start to get sad like, wow, that's it for chicken thighs and me or something, you, sure, know, whatever, yeah. you know, whatever it is, yeah. whatever you're kind of like closing the door on. 
So just look at it as, you know, something to try for a little bit. You can do anything for a couple of months um, and then see what it does for you. And then, you know, relax on it and and uh, you'll still have gained that information. You know, I just realized why pancakes are so much on my mind and I'm not making them is that I have been making what I call only in my own brain an egg pancake. <laughs> Okay. I've been making an egg pancake most mornings for my like bre- for my first part of my breakfast, which is one egg, full egg, and then a half a cup of egg whites, and it makes this really thick fried egg essentially that I have to flip at the end because I like to do the like top part. Yeah. And I so I call every time I'm trying to flip it, I feel like I'm flipping a pancake, and so that's why I've been. That's why I think I said it at the beginning, because that has, I've been flipping an be. egg pancake every morning. <laughs> it's gotta, fu- that's what it's gotta Do you think be. other people are making egg pancakes? Have you ever made an egg pancake? No, but people do. Um, I think people, other people probably are. Um, I know that people do stuff in waffle irons that are like two ingredient, like egg and something else, like in a waffle iron. Okay. So like an egg um, waffle, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, but but maybe something else in there too. But kind of <laughs> yeah, probably one keto, other keto. You know, like pro- proteinish, weird keto. Like it's not you know traditional waffle. Um, <laughs> I have seen that. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, I would frittatas, if you're frittatas. If you're, frittata. if you're into, you should try it. You should try a waffle or a, a neck. What's pancake. in a What's in a fr- frittata? Think anything you want a, it to be. Scrambled, it's like eggs, but is that what else is it? Do they it's like milk pump it up with anything else? Yeah, like like some milk sort of thing, and uh, like you know, like but you cut it like a pie or spinach. something, right? Well, that's is so. What's the difference between frittata and quiche? a quiche? Is it the crust? I don't know. I think it might be the crust. Must be. Um, Must hit be. us up, you guys. Um, this is I don't really eat either of them. <laughs> yeah, you don't really eat breakfast. I mean, I like breakfast food, though. I mean, it wasn't, it's not that I. Well, I wasn't, you know, you know like I like omelets and stuff. You like omelets? I love omelets. I love breakfast foods. That If I could just yeah. have one meal for the rest of my life, it would be breakfast. Wow. I used to want to have breakfast for dinner at my wedding reception when I was young. I thought that would be really fun. That's cool. I would have loved that. But, you know. Tough to get a place to do that. <laughs> it is so. <laughs> Uh, and oddly, most kind of hotels and stuff have pretty good breakfast yeah. stuff. It's not that hard think to make like, a good breakfast. Get like a fucking omelet chef out there. Yeah, and- that'd be f- I, I got to get married again. Shit. Crap. Renew the vows. Yeah. Breakfast for dinner. <laughs> Just at year like three, we're like, hey, we need yeah. a lot of help. <laughs> it's like, wow, it's either trouble in the marriage or she wants to have breakfast for dinner at her wedding. Never a good sign when a celebrity couple renew a celebrity couple renews the vows at like marriage year number fourteen, like just like a random yeah. year. You're like, yeah, you hmm. know, things had been hard. What's going on here, Tori Spelling? <laughs> yeah. Wow, shots fired at one of our top listeners. <laughs> I think she d- divorced that guy, but I just remember they're always like renewing People their vows. Magazine renewing the vows at like year eight. Yeah. You know, you're like, oh, okay. It's like their career is suffering and they need publicity or their marriage is suffering yeah, and they need publicity. Marriage <laughs> or want a free trip to Colorado yeah. or something weird, you know, or it's like. <laughs> yeah. 
hey, you know? Well, I, don't, I don't fault them. I'd do it. Well, I mean, uh, I fault them. <laughs> okay. That's why okay. people tune in. We don't always agree, We don't, guys. and this is one of those hard-hitting times. We'll take a stance. Uh, um, how's hit, right, how's t- hit before we get too far into it? Our new hit guy over here, Ryan Stanger, everybody. Oh, going good. I, I so was wearing the heart rate monitor a lot, and now I kind of have it down a little bit, so I don't need to wear it as much. I have, like, the chest strap, which I don't like having to kind of put on and off. Oh, is it hard to wear something across your chest for uh, for an hour every day? Stinger? <laughs> uh, yes, it is. I feel for women in their bras. I say, you know, let the girls out. <laughs> <laughs> this is You heard it from me. I'm saying it's okay. Does that help people? Stinger, everybody. I'm so woke, dude. Um, you've never been more woke. I'll be honest. This podcast is off. Is off the charts. Uh, no, it, it's an incredible hassle, and I feel for you know <laughs> women or anybody that has to wear shapewear or whatever, whatever the fuck's going on. But uh, it's like a pain in the ass. Why. Like having to, like, you say shapewear is the funniest thing I've ever heard. I don't know why. <laughs> oh man, that's so funny. Okay, I'm sorry. I want to laugh more, but I don't. I have to stop. So I'm gonna stop. Hold it in. I'm going to laugh about it later alone. Save it for some less funny stuff, I'd say. Um, <laughs> okay. But uh, space them out, you yeah. know, so I sound funny. Like right. I'm funny the whole right, episode. Right, right. Um, but yeah, it's like, um, so I got I got some good information and I kind of know based on how I feel now about where I'm at or what how how hard I need to push myself, which was, what, which was telling because there were times where I'm thinking like, oh, I'm going along pretty good. And I wasn't even close to where I needed to be, to be in a specific zone okay. and other times where I felt like I needed to kind of grind and like I was there already, okay. you know? And so, you know, it's more just how it's more that kind of like, um, pre fatigue, you know, like once you have like a good oxygen deficit going, like a good base going, then you're, you know, you're kind of, you can, your recoveries, you don't need to push as hard in the recovery. So if you're like pushing hard for four minutes and then you're going easy for three, um, once you have a couple of four minute, um, efforts under your belt, your three minute ones don't quite have, don't have to be quite as challenging. Mm, Your heart rate's going to stay up. If that makes sense. Yeah. So I learned that. And then now I kind of know I don't have to necessarily wear the, um, the device as much. I would like one that was maybe that I just had to wear in my wrist or something. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's uh, the Apple watch. I love having it because of that. Yeah. I know there, the whoop is another one too. That's just not expensive. I think it's just the whoop for it's like a whoop. Yeah. It's called a whoop or something. <laughs> I can't be right. I don't, I can't be I'm the, pretty sure it is. Whoop, dude. There it is. Come on. Whoop. whoop. There it is. I thought you knew. Whoop. That song is Woomp. Woomp. There's an M in there. And this is a whoop. But I think it's just, it's different than the Fitbit or the Apple Watch in that it doesn't have any information on it outside of, you need an app plus the device to kind of track. Huh. You seen it? W-H-O-O-P. Yeah. Well, this says proven most accurate wearable and heart rate and heart rate monitoring. 
But who knows who made that decision? I think yeah. the Whoop. Sponsored. sponsored study sponsored by, by Whoop. Whoop. Yeah, exactly. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's right under it in small print. Okay, okay. We commissioned a study. Uh, <laughs> hey, I honestly would be down to, to see what's up with this thing. Because I, you know, I I have a heart rate monitor, but I... But I have, I've been using my Apple watch, but I don't know how similar, like, I don't know how it would be. I'd be curious to see the difference between my heart rate monitor on my wrist and chest. Oh, do a side by side. Yeah, I've been doing side by sides with walking on a treadmill and the mileage on my Apple watch. And it is way off. Everybody is different. Oh, really? It's, it's like a half a mile sometimes different. It's, it drives me crazy. How, how would your watch know if you're not? moving anywhere well it does like i have it's like a indoor it's like an indoor treadmill i, mean, I, I would trust i i would trust it on on di- you know if you're outside and like it's kind of geo tracking and all that yeah but on a treadmill i would probably trust the treadmill because really yeah but sometimes i get off Be- the treadmill and let it keep running and i go get some water or i go to the bathroom oh well <laughs> if you're doing that <laughs> yeah then that's all <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, no, I don't always, I don't, I don't do that at the gym, but, um, in my little house when I do sometimes. You don't want to break it up. <laughs> um, yeah. Cause it seems like it, but it seems like it'd be tricky for it to, you know, cause it's just going based on how your body's jostling around. I know it, that is true. As opposed to the treadmill that can maybe count how many belts, you know, or whatever. I don't know. How many how many belts it goes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. who fucking knows? Um, but, out, but outside, if you've got like the positioning on, like the kind of like the satellite positioning, it fucking knows what's up. Yeah, I do. And it is hilarious to, to see what my walks are like with my dogs because it's a lot of just... Um, Oh, turn around. Like just a lot of scribbling. It's just like a little sad yeah. scribble. It's like the fucking, <laughs> this person did a, a rat or some shit. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, okay. So it's like John Madden, you know, <laughs> breaking down a football play. Yeah. Oh, I thought you yeah. were talking about Steve Madden, the shoe guy. I know who you're talking about. Uh, no, but I know Steve Madden. I mean, do people still wear his shoes? Yeah. I was actually just looking, uh, at, loafers of Steve Madden's online because mm. I guess loafers are in. Who knew? Mm. Seems like the kind yeah. of shoe I could get behind. Comfortable. Loafers? Yeah. yeah, chill. Do you like to wear heels and really tall yourself up or do you I like do. to wear flats? I do because like it is... full on Navi? I look like... But I just love that people look shocked to see me. That's my favorite feeling because I really don't ever look like, you know all dolled up. But I remember I used to, I'm sure I've said this on this podcast where I used to, when I was a valet, I would take all my small bills in cash to the bank. And part of the joke that I would do is I would get like, I would try to look as like a dancer. Yes. I would try like, I'd wear high heels. I'd wear like skinny jeans and like a fancy shirt. I would do my hair all big. And then I'd walk in and just watch the, just see what, if I could get any sort of like small reaction from them. That's fun. You know, that's that's who I am, but I do love a, I do love a high heel, but they're hard to wear for a long time, especially post pandemic. I'll say that. Um, I got to say, I had some heart rate monitor high heels, and I feel for women having to wear those to get the. I don't want to do it anymore. Wow. But pretty accurate. Wow. Wow. 
What's up, Bell Babies? This is Aaron. I am interrupting the episode to talk to you guys about one of our favorite sponsors, Athletic Greens. Now, you have heard Stanger and I talk about Athletic Greens, what, how much we love it. I started taking Athletic Greens because I honestly, I started to be a host on the dumbbells and they sent me some to try and I'd always wanted to try it, but some things I, you know, I just, I don't know if it's like, just like a fad, if it's just like all the cool kids are doing it and then they'll move on. And so when I actually got to try it and incorporate it into my morning routine, I actually saw benefits in my life from taking it. I, I have been taking it for like a year now, I think. Um, it really helps me start my day off on a good foot. And it also tastes like, it tastes like you're healthy. Like it has this like kind of like tropical mild taste that, I don't know, it has kind of like, you know, replaced the orange juice in my morning, um, you know, for that tropical edge to start your day. Okay. So what is it? It is in one scoop of this stuff, you are getting 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. So this special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, that's where I noticed it, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. I've actually been looking younger, so maybe that was Athletic Greens too. That's all of those things. So I take it in the morning. It feels like it starts me off on a good foot. I wake up, I get my little cup of, that they sent me that's, you know, fancy and put some ice cold water in there, scoop of athletic greens. And it really does, it makes me feel healthy, but also it gets my body moving, if you know what I mean. So it's lifestyle friendly, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy free, flea, <laughs> dairy flea or dairy free or gluten free. It contains less than one gram of sugar. So there's no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything while still tasting good. It does support better sleep quality and recovery and supports mental clarity and alertness. So you guys, tons of people are taking some sort of multivitamin. And it is important to really choose one with high quality ingredients that your body will actually absorb. So AG1 is a small micro habit with big benefits. It's one thing you can do every single day to take great care of yourself. How much does it cost? Something like this has got to be expensive. You guys, it costs less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health and it's cheaper than my cold brew habit. I hope you guys have a cheaper uh, vice, but it is <laughs> it is cheaper than my cold brew habit. It's also cheaper than getting all the different supplements yourself. So just think about this. You're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance. So you guys, right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash dumbbells. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash dumbbells to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. 
Let's get back to the episode. Well, I hope you. I I'm glad to hear that about your hit training. It's going. still going. I've been doing. I've been doing it consistent. So, are you are you seeing? Are, are you still trying to lift weights too? Or are you just trying to kind of? Yeah, no, lifting for sure. Um, de- yeah, definitely still lifting, but no, no real like strength goals or size goals right now. Just kind of, you know, just working on the heart rate. Yeah, well, and then doing the weights for some, you know, mechanical tension. You know, just to kind of maintain and keep some muscle and you know cool that kind of stuff yeah but i haven't i haven't like i think beginning of summer i i like made some some goals specifically to weight training and i did i put some i put some size on for a while there and got heavier than i'd been in a while and in a good way and i like that and maybe i'll go back to that after a while we'll see yeah We'll see where I end up after all this. Well, have you seen the show on Netflix called Killer Sally? I've seen the preview for it. This is about the bodybuilder woman yeah. that had to, she killed her husband or was getting abused and had to kill him or is it? Uh, let's not say she had to kill him, but okay. it was, a, it's two bodybuilders in a relationship and they, you know, she killed him and she, you know, she went to jail. Uh, but just talking about putting size on good God. These people are just like, yeah, I mean, they're on some, you know, some, yeah, they were on steroids, some gear. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they talk about it. You should watch it. It was really fun and sad. Fun. Isn't the right word. So my issue, my my issue with these Netflix true crime series is (laughs) they stretch them. So I'm like, you, you guys have a 90 minute kind of movie here. Yeah. And it doesn't need to be six episodes. This and one so is they just three. Like, this one is only okay, three. Okay. But right. I would say they still stretched, but thankfully only three episodes. So it's not, it's not crazy, but it is really interesting to see these, like see the, the bodies. I mean, just wild. Um, do they show any training or anything? Uh, yeah, they, you know, they show them in the gym doing stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, they're on some fucking crazy steroids, dude. But she, she like bench or she, um, squatted him. Wow. Like he got on her and she squatted him. I mean, she was huge. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> Delphi did you see- her dog is looking kind of in the camera. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Staring down the barrel. Yeah. <laughs> Don't spike the camera, right? Uh, did you see, I've talked about it on maybe Action Boys. I don't think we talked about it, but did you see that the Liver King, uh, like a big scandal that he was doing steroids? Who's the Liver King? Do you not know the Liver King? No, I don't Might know. Be, he. It's interesting because it's like, it's what pops up in people's, you know, Instagram algorithms and all this stuff. He's an influencer that kind of gained notoriety over the last maybe year or two, maybe 2019, 2020, people started seeing him and he is extremely ripped bearded guy and he will eat uh, raw liver and Mm -hmm. raw bull testicles and Mm -mm. brain and all Mm -mm. kinds of shit on Mm -mm can't like on his Instagram and then does all these stunts to where he like walks around without a shirt on. And 
Uh, he lives in Texas in a big compound, and he has I love like that the that's nine- a stunt. Him walking around <clears throat> without a shirt on. <laughs> well, he'll like go places, like walk into restaurants and stuff. And, oh, okay, you know, okay. He, he has like, like kind of like this online like, presence to where he, you know, um, and like he has these nine ancestral tenets, um, you know, like sun sunlight and get cold and eat liver because liver is king and all this shit. And anyway, he would do these. Um, podcasts and you know show up on all these like kind of bodybuilding or longevity podcasts and sell his supplements and talk about eating raw liver and bring raw liver for people to eat and he's crazy ripped and so you know he looks like he's on juice and so people would ask yeah. him and he'd say no I'm 100% natural uh and then a guy another kind of fitness influencer type guy did like a online takedown to where they had emails from the liver king um, that he had sent, uh, like kind of like a online kind of chemist bodybuilding coach, uh, about all the different, like about the current kind of growth hormone protocol and steroids he was on and then stuff he wanted to take. And so just completely like blew wow. up this guy's. So then Damn. he had to do like a big mea culpa and, and he does yeah. like this whole, like, like every morning he'll do like, what's up primals liver King here. And does his like little, like kind of, you know, <laughs> morning thing. And then he had to like, do like a sad one. Sadly, I haven't been completely honest with myself, you know, and then, you know, come God. clean about being on steroids and shit. Um, but anyway, it was just really funny because there's, you know, a good amount of people that knew completely that he was on shit. Yeah. And then it's just funny that people are surprised. It's like, well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> look like that natural, but so at some point, like look him up. You you'd be interested. Oh, I will. I will be looking yeah. him up immediately. That's okay. So, wait. There's okay. a documentary about that. A guy. It was more like a guy did it on his YouTube channel. Okay. Okay. So okay. he did like an like a 45 minute you know documentary where it, it's not like anything special. It's just okay. had the emails and and like you were just gonna see like oh how is the Liver King gonna respond to this and he just fucking admitted it. So. Well, I kind of appreciate that. Not that I, I appreciate that. He is kind of annoying. Guy, and there was a little bit of schadenfreude. I think a lot of people felt of like, oh, look at, look yeah. at you now, tough guy. You know? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's not just like sunlight and sleep that, you know, <laughs> why he's, you know, 1% body fat. <laughs> <laughs> so you can stop chasing that dream stinger. Sunlight and sleep is... <laughs> Well, yeah. If you want to look like the liver king, it's going to take, uh, you know, $10,000 a month worth of, oh you know, God. designer steroids. Yeah. Well, on that, you want to switch gears? Or the ab wheel. <laughs> so the ab wheel is a lot of different versions of it, but the most basic, the most basic is essentially like a little, it's like a little wheel that's maybe about, <laughs> I don't know, like uh, five or uh, six inches, six inch, like radius or whatever, something like that. Diameter. I think it, di diameter. Di is diameter all the way around. No, I don't think so. It's like half half. What's all the way around circumference. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> but if you, if you look at it as like halfway, six inches sounds about right. And then it's got handles on both sides. Yep. And it's it's there for all kinds of different, you know, uh like abdominal applications. Um the most common being I would say from your knees 
rolling it out away from your body with a flat back and then bringing it back towards a kind of pike position. Yeah. Would you agree? Yeah, I, yeah, that's definitely that's the before I was like, hey, let's try to do an episode on the ab wheel. That's the only thing I knew you could do with it. Now, I will say I did some Instagram looking around. There's still not a lot that people are doing with the ab wheel. It seems very like maybe four or five other variations, but it does seem very limited, limited, but also doesn't take up much space. Yeah, not and expensive. It, and not expensive and highly effective. Um, and then also, I would say, uh, you know, as far as something that really incorporates static, dynamic, um, all your core muscles together at the same time, there might not be anything better, really, than that. Whoa. It's weird because... Can you think of anything? Well, I will it's, say... It's, it's, I don't think I've, I don't think I have, there's not another move that does feel like this one does. So maybe that's, maybe the answer is yes. I agree with you. Yeah. It's, and it's weird too, because it's not like I'm like Johnny ab wheel that I do it all the time. Like it's one of those things I like I have, I've had one for years and like, it would be a big part of what I was doing. And then I would just like stop doing it for a year and then yeah. I'd be like, oh yeah, the ab wheel. And then I do yeah. it and like, it's super sore. And like, I'm like, oh yeah, this is fucking great. And then it's back in the rotation and then forget it for a year type deal. Yeah. And so, um, but I, the reason I say that is just because you think about like, oh, okay, I want to, you know, I want to hit some plank. I also, you know, want to do something mobile. Um, I'd like something that, you know, you know, trains these kind of uh, static and stabilizing muscles uh, during movement at the same time. And really, you're only kind of getting that with the ab wheel. I don't, I can't think of anything else really that does that, that pulls the plank in yeah. as much. I like the, um, like a long, uh, long lever plank or a long lever plank. I, I never uh, say that word out loud, but like where you have your arms kind of extended. Beave it to lever. <laughs> God, I'm going to have to use one of those laughs right now. <laughs> I'm going to have to use one of those saved up laughs. Um, nothing, nothing funny on its own about that. It's just bad. <laughs> but I would, I'm just doing the most, it's just like where your arms are kind of more down by your ears in the you plank got your arms position. up like Superman. Yeah. <laughs> um, that would be maybe similar, but like, kind, but you're kind not, of, you're not, you're not swinging back up with it though. Right. No, you're just holding yeah. that position. So the, like the beginner version of an ab wheel is what I found on on the internet was like doing tabletop position. So hands and knees on yeah. the ground and then walking your hands out and then walking them back in. Yes. I would say it's super important to build up to it too, because yeah. otherwise, you know, even, even when you're in pretty good shape and you haven't done it for a while, it's like, you can do like two reps and you're like, Whoa, like I've yeah. completely like these muscles have completely atrophied. It's definitely something you want to build up to. So that's a good way to, that's a good place to start. Well, it's something that I, when using this uh, ab wheel this week was like, my shoulders want, like my shoulders are a tough spot for me, my, especially my left shoulder, a lot of tension, a lot of pain there. And so I was putting so much strain on my shoulders because my abs were weaker than I wanted to believe they were. So I was trying to roll out further 
and it would just go all in my shoulders and then I would hurt my shoulder. It would hurt. And then I wouldn't want to keep going. So I saw some different ways, like even just kind of rounding, rounding the top part of your back and like chin kind of down really helped me not be able to overextend. Yeah. Like where I could go happy cat, sad cat, or like, what is that? Cat cow, <laughs> cat cow. The yoga Yeah. It's view. kind of like the, the cat. No, the cat. What? Crap. I always forget. It's the cat one where your back is kind of rounded up. Yeah. Um, Even though both kind of work for cats. That's a tricky one. It does. I don't know how cow works for your belly hanging low. That could be anyone. Oh, because you're like udders or something. Is that? <laughs> <laughs> the face paired with what you said. That's the, that was the face. I was like udders or something. Udders or something. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I'm not a fucking bovine expert. <laughs> so that's how I was able to like actually do like reps, like actual like 10 to 12 reps when I kind of like rounded and can made my range of motion smaller. So I was mm-hmm. actually using my abs and I like today I'm super sore in my abs and yeah, makes abs sense. are a little bitch. They, when they're sore, it's like, that's it. You're done. Uh, Interesting too, you mentioned shoulders because that's another thing too. When you're, if you're able to do it right and healthfully, it can be a little bit of a shoulder stabilizing exercise as well as a good kind of shoulder mobility move. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, if you have, if you have a little imbalance, like, it, you know, Aaron was talking about, it can aggravate that. But if you're healthy there, it can maybe even, you know, bolster that too and be a good kind of shoulder exercise in a weird yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. Or not even in a weird way, in a <laughs> normal way. <laughs> um, Keep but I ab did... rolling weird. <laughs> Portland and Austin, you guys have a new, a new weird. I don't know. Uh, ab roll Yankovic. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd love to see what else you got. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever the frick is in there rolling around. Um, the one thing that I found that was fun was doing an ab roller, like holding onto it and doing mountain climbers. That was one. That was a cool one that I found online. And then doing a plank holding onto that was something different. Um, and then what about like a pretending like you're a wheelbarrow? Oh, that wasn't on there, but that we could we could do that one for the dumbbells. That'd be fun. <laughs> Which you're so you're the you're the wheelbarrow. You're the sure. wheelbarrow. Whatever. Yeah, I'll, I'll hold the little and- wheel out in front, and then you got to like <laughs> pick up my legs, and then we'll see if we can haul some you know rocks or something around your backyard. <laughs> yeah, some concrete pallets. Yeah. 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 Okay. I, I got some of those. Sounds good. Good. Uh, did you? Did you try this again after a, you know, a year off? Yeah, no, I did. I like, I'm sore today from it too. But again, I, I, I felt similar to you in that limited, you know, I was doing kind of like some of the side stuff. You know, the problem was because I haven't been doing it in a while and you mentioned to do it for the show. I didn't feel like I could improvise and do as, you know, cause I was like, I'm, I can kind of just barely do this the normal way, you know, or the conventional way Yeah. right now anyway. But, um, you know, you can kind of like go off to the side and hit more obliques. Yeah. Um, so I was kind of doing some of those 
And uh, yeah, but nothing, not really, um, you know, not really showboating too much outside of the, you know, the normal kind of conventional use. Yeah, I definitely know showboating here. I am. I, I think I actually want to incorporate it a little bit. Sometimes stuff like this, like I kind of look down on, I'm just being honest. I like these little kind of like, they seem like they're only good for one thing. Yeah. They're kind of gimmicky, but like you said, I kind of was like, Oh, this, I don't, there's not an exercise that I can quite get this same feeling from. And I, and so I, I, I'm trying to like, I feel like if you're doing like handstands, like walk, like wall walks, stuff like that, you might get a similar feeling. Um, mm. but I don't do that shit anymore. So I, <laughs> so this, it was like less than, I think it was like 1499. It was, yeah, there's something like that. So affordable it, it and everybody's got, everybody's got one. Mine's from performbetter.com. Aaron got hers from target, but I mean, you yeah. can get them anywhere and yeah. most gyms have them just kind of lying around in there. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm, I think I'm into it. I'm going to, I'm going to incorporate it and see what happens. See if I get, you know, really strong abs and, and, and show everybody I'm I think if, yeah, you definitely do that. I think if you're, <laughs> um, if you're kind of looking to, you know, build out a little bit of a, a home workout setup with, you know, space saving, you know, items that this one is, you know, based on the price point and how much space it takes is it's you know it's worth throwing in there because it really doesn't take mm-hmm. up any space it's not it's not a huge commitment to to take one on yeah yeah i would say like if you have a barbell at home which not you can do it with a barbell does, but you can do it with a barbell too so at that point you don't need one but i have a barbell and it is still a little stressful to use the barbell to do them I don't know why. It's a but little bit I, of a setup. It's like, you got to like get yeah, the barbell out and slap the weight on. They've got to be the same size. You got to be, you got to be on a real smooth surface. Yeah. So this is easy. Yeah. I could, yeah, this is just a lot easier. Especially so I, for the price point. Like you said, 15 bucks for yours. Yeah. yeah you can't, you Fuck, can't I'll beat fucking it. Buy it for you. <laughs> bell babies. You find, yeah. if you find me on the street, and flag me down. I will walk with you to the closest sporting goods store and buy you one. But you have to find me out in the wild. And he's really not out in the wild. Where's, so you're going to have to go to Yogurt Land or whatever the fuck. Yogurt Delight uh, in my old hometown. <laughs> where's Stango? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, and at least you, you gave him a, my, a chance. You have to find all my little clothes that I lost along the way. Did you read the Where's Waldo books? That's the saddest thing. <laughs> Did I read the Where's Waldo books? Or pl- pl- use the Where's Waldo books? Yes, yes. <laughs> okay, I don't know how to say it. Read, sorry. <laughs> Play with them? Just, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I don't know how to say it either, but read Waldo books is, is funny. Yeah. Do you, So you had to find him in each of these different kind of busy locations that he went to with all his little <laughs> gear on and shit. But then once you'd done all that, he, over the course of the book, would lose little articles of his clothing not where oh. he'd be like his like waldo dick was out or anything, but just like <laughs> oh my god his, oh. 
Nobody'd be able to find that. I mean, let's be honest. Waldo ain't packing much heat. Um, (laughs) But he would like his little glasses and his hat and stuff. And then so once you had done all that, you could then go back through and you'd have more stuff to find. Look, it was a lot of road trips with my family. We did a lot of like in-state oh vacations. Oh my god! And we didn't have oh electronics. God. Oh my god! So you oh would just fucking like, <laughs> I would just read the Guinness Book of World Records and like read Where's Waldo and stuff. I'm reading. God, we would listen to Bible verses on uh, in song Ooh. form. <laughs> That's rough. <laughs> That's enough to hey. make you want to like join the devil. <laughs> Hey, I really, I loved music. And so it, it was fine. I had fun. Um, but do your parents like Creed? No, no, (laughs) no, they don't. They, they haven't heard of Creed. Okay. They, their, uh, music stopped probably around the time I was born. (laughs) Amy Grant. Yeah. Oh God. I, I love Amy Grant. Yeah. Still to this day. Is she still married to um that what's his yeah, name? Vince Gill. Yeah. Vince Gill, yeah. Yeah, as far as uh, I know. In mainstream, yeah, hopefully no renewing the vows for them. <laughs> um uh and she did she did co- conventional pop stuff, right? Yeah, she made the, transi- With the crossover? transition over into into What the was her big world. hit? Baby Baby? Yeah. Absolutely. I was just watching the mini project is on Netflix now. And they just had baby baby in an episode. And I was like, yes, yes. She was also like honored the, like two weeks ago I was, we were at our hotel up in Washington state and I just happened to turn on regular TV and she was being honored along with like three other people. But I just happened to catch her part and they were like all these people singing her songs and jason thought i was had lost my like lost my mind and i i guess i had but it was so fun i was just so happy and she's gotten some shit recently because uh she is like letting her her like niece or something that's gay get married in her backyard so she's getting a lot of heat from the christian community and i'm just here to say girl you are awesome and i still listen to baby baby and all of her is, other hits. Is that is baby baby Christian friendly or does she push it a little bit in there? I mean, it's Christian friendly for sure. There's nothing. There's uh, I even feel like when I was young, I was like, maybe it's about God like that. Baby Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that was a tangent, but I do. God love immigrant. She's the best. But we didn't listen to her. And you said Waldo Dick. What? Didn't you say Waldo Dick? Is that what you said? I said you got to look for, you know, all his stuff. (laughs) He loses an article of clothing, but then I said he doesn't go full nude. Like he doesn't, he never ends up fully snake out, you know? Oh God, it got worse. Snake out? Oh Oh my God. Um, Not another snake out. Um, snakes sorry. on a plane. I walked sorry. out of that movie. That's how Christian I was. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I was with my brother and the tits in like the first five seconds, and he was like, "Can I, we I, go?" I, and I was like, "Yeah, let's go." Shit, that's when I walked in. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but it, you a, know, a tit heavy episode. Everybody grows up different, you know. Everybody. Yep. Yeah. 
Like I'd be like, we'd occasionally get like um, movie channels for like a week trial. You know, we had like cable. My parents would never, every once in a while, we'd maybe have something. But for the most part, we weren't ever opting for like the premium channels. We get like H, we're not HBO, but we get like Nickelodeon and MTV and stuff, but not like HBO and stuff. But every once in a while, they would do a week trial. And so we would just like watch them all, you know, uh, yeah, watch nonstop. the same yeah. movie over and over. It'd be like, holy shit, dude, I'll watch fucking, you know, Ferris Bueller's Day off 10 times, um, no matter what time it starts in the episode. But then like late at night, they would do kind of more adult movies or like <laughs> psychosexual like thrillers. Yeah. yeah. And so in the very beginning, it would be like rated R for sexual content, nudity and language or something. And like, I remember like, I was like, do I stay up or go to bed? And if it didn't, if it had nudity in it, I would stay up. But if it didn't, I was like, <laughs> fuck this. I'm going to bed. <laughs> hey, you got your standards and I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. This is like, you know. Christmas vacation, going to my visit my parents like a year ago, but um, yeah. No. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> oh god! No, this is this is years. This is when I was a baby. When you're a little little baby, baby Jesus, baby, baby, Jesus, baby. baby, baby. Yeah, nailed it. Well, Stinger, uh, should we tell people to get this? You you want to you want to wrap this up? Yeah. Do I it? think it's as good as man's first invention? just the wheel. Um, <laughs> not necessarily. Um, you know, it's not up there with fire or the wheel. Uh, but okay, okay. I do think it's, you know, given the amount of real estate it takes and the price point, I think it's a good little piece of equipment. And, um, you know, it's just one of these tricky things. Like, is it going to like motivate you a ton to work out? You know, I, I, I don't know. But if you're looking for something, you know, if you're just kind of burned out on doing traditional crunches or abs yeah. or, you know, you kind of want to elevate what you're doing from a plank standpoint or any of that stuff, or you don't have access to like a, you know, inverted bench or something at a gym, I'd say throw it in there. It's, yeah. it's a, it's, it's a good little investment. Yeah. I, I would agree. And I would say that if it's the only piece of equipment you have, you might get bored real fast. But if you have a little home gym, throw it in. It's fun. And for you, more important than fire. 100%. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely 100%. Who needs fire? Idiots. Yeah. <laughs> Do you still use that as like a, a way to describe something that's really good? No. <laughs> but what do people say? Better than fire? No, you you know what I'm talking about. Stinger. Like the um the pancakes that Aaron made the other day were fire? Yeah. You never say something like that. People were saying that for a while. <laughs> no, okay. Weren't they? You know what? Yeah, yeah, I do think so. I don't think I say that. <laughs> okay. Unless you that's play funny, this that's funny back that you said it that you're, 15 times. That's funny that your brain went to better than fire. I know. Well, I think because I was thinking of uh, better than sliced bread when you said it first, when you started talking about the wheel and reinventing the wheel and fire and smoke. And I think it's greatest thing since right. sliced bread. Sliced bread. And so then my, when you said that, I was like sliced bread better than fire. I just remember people saying stuff is <laughs> fire for a little stretch yeah. there. 
Oh, and I'm not Holy even shit. drinking eggnog in this episode. I'm just drinking water, you guys. Wow. Night, Dude, this night. fucking eggnog is fire. <laughs> from Costco. Delicious. Hell yeah. Premier God. protein from Costco. <laughs> fire, dude. Better yes, than I have fire. a Costco membership. I'm getting that gas for cheap. I'm loving it. Getting I think tires. we're getting uh I think we're getting uh robbed right now. Do you hear my dog barking? Yeah. I hope you Hell are. Hell yeah. <laughs> hey, I hope so too. Mix it up a little bit. Uh, we all need less stuff. <laughs> we all need less stuff. Yeah. yeah. So okay, well, Stinger, thanks for being here today and for doing yeah. this ab wheel with me and you know, for doing dumb shit with me all the time. My honor. Um, on behalf of myself and Aaron McGowan, we're the dumbbells and all our yep. wonderful listeners out there. We'd like to remind you to train dirty, eat clean, and live in between. Better than fire? Better. That was a HeadGum Podcast.